Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast, an unofficial Sex in the City podcast hosted by Joe, Daniel, and Paige. Hi! Hello, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> How's everybody doing? What up, what up? I hope you guys are having a great summer so far. Mm-mm. I know that I'm enjoying mine. <laughs> Everything's great. How are you, Paige? What's happening? Sexy voice. What's that about? We just came from a photo shoot, and so we're just like high on being models right now. You know, as one does. (laughs) For the um, the Reno Tahoe International Film Festival um, summer soiree that they are doing. So we did the um, ad for it, and it is August 15th. Um, and I believe you can go to Reno Tahoe International Film Festival.com for more information. That's a long title, so if you don't want to write it, we'll probably have a link in our yes. bio that you can just click on and go to directly because we're that good of people. Mm-hmm. Truth. Um, so anyway, relationship update. How's your relationship? Relationship update is in a good place. I got Chow and Bob's Burger Monopoly. Cute. And like, I hate Monopoly, but I really want to play this version. And I want to play as <laughs> Louise. And I want to kick some ass. Dude. But me and my boyfriend are both Tauruses and we're both very competitive. So if one of us loses, I can tell we're not going to talk for like a week or just be like passive aggressive <laughs> towards each other. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> that's healthy. <laughs> I love it. I want to play. All right. Well, that's fun. Relationship update with you, Paige. Tell oh us about gosh. this new development in your life. So this new development in my life is um, that I binge watched younger the fuck out of younger i like in three days i finished i went from episode one to the last episode and i am never been more upset at an entire show just dragging my life i was messaging joe like almost every single day going what is this shit i need a hot mitzvah like i was so I was so upset, like, and I literally, um, shout out to Hannah, who was the, uh, makeup artist on set today, because she and I were like, oh my god, Younger, I binge-watched it in, like, a week. Like, she totally binge-watched it, too, and it's so funny, because I'm like, it so just calls me out, because I feel like I'm living the lifestyle of a Mm 26-year-old, like, I'm not lying about it, but I feel like I am, and, like, but I still have all this, like... 36-year-old problem. <laughs> and then, like, 40... Oh, it's bad. Like, like 40 is, like, this big, ugly number on the show. And I will say this. So, Younger is produced by Darren Starr, who also produces Sex and the City, and that's why this is relevant. And I really feel like, as a showrunner, he is 100% stepped his shit up. I think that Younger is a much better show and was much more entertaining than Sex and the City ever was. Agreed. Um, And I'm glad that he has grown as a person, but unfortunately, we are recapping Sex and the City on this podcast, so he's still garbage in this world. Wait until we start our Younger podcast. Yes. And then it'll get great again. It's going to be amazing. But also, quick shout out to Nico Tortorella, who I fucking love sexy and honest i love sexy honest he also has a podcast in real life called the love bomb really yeah and i love listening to it and like it's like i'll listen to that in preparation for some of our episodes because i'm like he talks about things that are just so more far beyond sex in the city that i come back to this that i'm like 
this doesn't this isn't even a real problem do you even know where we are as a people right now like this is not a problem and he just gets real he gets it he gets it oh my god i need to listen to that podcast i love it sorry riverdale register you're put on hold you can listen to the book. I You're know, almost I done with the Riverdale Register. Yeah, and also, thank you, TV Land, for putting Hillary Duff back on television. I love Hillary Duff. <laughs> She's not good at things, but I love her. Her character is awful. The absolute worst. I hate her character. I'm like, you're garbage. She's so flighty and back and forth about everything. And oh my god, can I just... So spoilers. If you haven't seen Younger, don't listen to this. But the very, very last episode, she finds out that... Spies has been lying about her age. And I swear to God, I can see it. I know what the next episode is going to be. It's going to be serious fallout because she's going to be a little bitch about it. Yeah. Like, oh, you lied to me this entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, girls don't do that. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she's going to be a garbage person for at least three episodes, I guarantee you. At least <laughs> three whole episodes. But anyway, back to Back season. to this is yeah. shitty show. Yeah, back to the shitty show. Um, so this is season two, episode ten, the cast system. Tell us what goes on in this episode page. Well, a hotshot movie star takes Charlotte for a ride in the fast lane, <laughs> and Mr. Big and Carrie's power game gets a new wrinkle, which is the dumbest like synopsis that this thing has ever yeah it's ridiculous because it's, really it's so much more than that and so much less <laughs> it's so much more with big and carries it's so much less when it comes to charlotte like who cares right and they don't even address um the other two girls yeah we also have pretty good storylines and miranda's and steve's is better than fucking charlotte's oh miranda and steve forever hash blashed forever hash blashed <laughs> It's been anyway, a long day. So, um, be a supermodel, okay? Like, sometimes it's not all there. Fair. So, okay. So, they open with a, um, extremely extended, like, they didn't have enough script, <laughs> long shot of Central Park in the spring. It was a which, full, like, minute. Yeah. Like, it was gorgeous. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, this isn't autumn in New York. Like, like the movie like this is like stop it it's sex in the city like get on with your garbage voiceover and let's get on with the show it's weird it was a weird start um but anyway it talks about how the first time she knew that she loved big versus the time that she wanted to say it and didn't and then that takes us to the time that she actually said it i before we talk about that okay when is a good time to say I love you? I have no idea. The first time I said I love you to Chalon, I said it on accident. You said it on accident? Yeah. We had just finished an event night, uh, a thing that my friend was hosting. And then I think I drove him to his car. We were in my car for some reason. And then he was getting out of the car. And I was like, all right, I love you. Have a good night. <laughs> and then he was like, what? And I was like, good night. And then he closed the door. <laughs> and then like we let it fetch. And then the next time we saw him, he was like, so, I have to ask. And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> Damn it, you heard. It's <laughs> like, so, when I was getting out of the car, did you say, I love you? And I was like, Maybe. yeah, I did. Because I mean, I don't have a whole conversation about it. Where, like, if I love someone, I'm going to let them know. Like, even, because I was like, I, and I made to, made sure to let them know. Like, I'm like, this isn't an in love love. When I say I love you, I'm not saying that I'm in love with you. Mm. I'm saying that as a, you have grown to be a person that I care about, that I want to spend my time with. Well, and I'd like, I created this, like, speech. He was like, okay, cool. <laughs> That's so funny. So the first time um, Chad told me he loved me, we'd been seeing each other for, like, three months. 
This was kind of, I felt like a little soon. And I literally, like, because he said it, he said, I love you. And it took me by surprise. And I said, really? You fucking bitch. I, I didn't, I had, like, no idea that it was coming. It took me by surprise. And that's legit what I said. You're and, a bitch. But here's the thing. I just need, I need a lot of time to, like, overthink about everything. And so. I need time to overthink. So I felt really bad about it. But I was like, I love you, too. And then I had to think about it for three days. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I told him the truth. I love him. I had to think about it. It was really, it was sad. I didn't realize it until right now, but I accidentally told Sean that I love him less than 10 feet away from where I asked him to be my boyfriend. <gasps> Cute. I didn't realize that until now. I was like, oh shit. Okay, me. I don't know how to do a proper, <laughs> but like the unconscious part of me was like, this is a good place to do it. I love that. That's adorable. That's cute. You're welcome, child. Yeah, welcome. If you're ever mad at me, just remember that unconsciously, I'm trying to do things right. <laughs> right. And um, I I almost thought about saying it with that guy that I was seeing like last summer. Ooh. Like I I caught myself before it because it was I. It's so hard because as theater people, we are very very like generous with that word i agree we're like i pretty much tell most everybody that i love them like it's just it's never i'm not and i don't want to say that it doesn't mean anything because it does like but it takes away the impact of it but yeah it does take away the impact of it a little bit and you get used to saying it i still consciously am aware of when i say it to theater people because, like, there are theater people that I actually... I'm like, yes, I love you so much. And there are people who would be like, I love you. And I'd be like, thanks, have a good night. <laughs> and then someone will always That's be that so asshole. That's so nice, like, bye. <laughs> She's like, did you just... And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. On purpose. I'm not going to say I love you and I don't mean it. That's fucking rude. That's fair. That's lying. That's yeah. how you build a friendship. That's fair. Also, some people I don't want to build a friendship with because they're fucking awful. Mm. Listen, okay. I'm only fake friends with them because we're doing a show together. Whoa. Right Sorry. now? It, not you. Okay. Not you. <laughs> you. Yeah. I we're doing a show together right now. <laughs> yeah, me. It's just going to fucking create this fake relationship where we start a fake podcast where I have to hang out with you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm going to do with my time. No, I get it though. Yeah, there's a lot of people that, um, <laughs> not a lot of people, but there are some people that like, there will be, I'll be on a show with them and I'll need all of their information from them and I'll need to be their Facebook friend because I'm the stage manager and I need to have all of that stuff. And sometimes I, after the show's over, I'm like, okay, delete. Like there's a lot of people's numbers that I should have and I don't. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I, it's, that took memory out of my phone that I didn't need. I'm never going to fucking call you again. So why should I have your number? After high school, I learned that lesson because in high school I had everybody's number because like for certain events or things I would need to contact certain groups. I was like involved in all these things. So I'd be like, oh, I, I can contact these people. And I had people who like I talked to maybe once or people that I knew through friends that I had their information for some reason. And I'd be like, hey, this thing's happening. Come to us. And they'd be like, who is this? Who and is first this? Of all, you should just know who I am. And then, like, in theater, that started carrying on until I was like, why? I don't need to have all this If I actually need them, I'll tell someone else to contact them. Right. And just delete, delete. I think I have, like, 20-something contacts in my phone. That's pretty impressive. I have a hard time letting go of stuff like that. But also, that's just because I don't like being taken by surprise. Like, if somebody texts me and it's a number that's not in my phone, I'm like, who the fuck is this? I will never ask who it is. I will keep playing along until <laughs> something happens. Someone someone had asked me, to, like, hey, do you want to go get ketchup? Do this, 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 this. 
And I knew that I wasn't that close to them because they're like, hey, do you want to go get coffee? And I was like, okay, well, we're obviously not that close because everyone who's close to me knows that I don't drink coffee. And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then we had met. Just to see and who was going to show up. Yeah. And oh then I God. went, saw the person, <laughs> instead of just asking, like, who is this? Right. And then I went, saw it was someone that I, like, I didn't like, wasn't on my radar. And then I did the whole, I have a fake emergency thing. And then I left. <laughs> and then I never responded. <laughs> or I never, like, got back to them ever again. That's I was like, this is fun. fantastic. I'm the worst. Your life is a nonstop Nelly Billy video. <laughs> Gorgeous! <laughs> I love it. So, okay, back oh, to the back episode. back to this episode. Um, when, okay, back to this question. Mm-hmm. When is an appropriate time to say I love you? Do you think you have to think about it? Do you think the slipping out is better than, like, planning it all out? Do I, you think you need a speech? <sighs> It's hard to say. I feel like it really differs from person to person. I entirely agree. But if someone were to ask. It would, I mean, it would honestly, it would still depend on, like, even though I'm one person, the the people that I have dated, I would have wanted them all to say it differently. That's fair. Like, Chad, I kind of wish that he had just waited a little bit longer or waited until there was something that was like a really nice like dinner or something um the the guy that i was seeing last summer um it would have like he he's the type of guy that like if he just looked me in the eyes over dinner or in bed or whatever and just said it it would have melted my heart Uh. And, um, there was another guy that I was, like, seeing for a hot second, and he would have needed a speech. It would have been a speech. Got it. It would have had to have been, like, a knockdown, drag out, say anything kind of thing for it to mean anything. And it's too soon with this guy that I'm seeing now, like, because I barely ever see him. So, I'm like, I don't know. That would, at this point, like, it would freak me out. I'd be like, whoa. Right, right. You need to slow the fuck down. Who the fuck are you? Who are you? The person I dated before Challen, they are super into Disney movies, and I'm not a Disney person. Mm. Like, I don't mind Disney, but I'm not going out of my way for it. Mm -hmm. And we had tried, like, five times to watch The Princess and the Frog, because I think it had just come out at that time where it was like relatively new I mm-hmm. believe maybe you need a DVD and every single time she would put it on near the middle of it I would fall asleep every single time regardless of whatever time of day whatever whatever and then one day or one night we were watching it we were sitting down on our couch watching it in the living room and then I'd fallen asleep and then she woke me, or I woke up because the movie had ended and my body just kicked in and was like okay this movie's ever wake up and I was like this is such a good movie. And then she was like, you have fallen asleep every single time we've tried to watch this movie. And I was like, yep. And she was like, she smiled and she was like, I love you. And Aww, I was like, cute. Thanks. I love you too. Aww. It was great. And I was like, boom. That was fun. I love that. That's so sweet. And that one felt organic. And I don't think it was a slip. Like it was with Challenge. And I was like, okay, so now I can see like where you'd mean like even the people you have been with, you would wanted it to be differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how I would have done it with Challenge. I would, I would, probably would have waited for him to do it first had i not slipped up i would have waited for challenge yeah i really feel like no matter what in whatever relationship i don't know that i would ever say it first i would be like no we're gonna mexican stand i'm gonna fucking wait till i know right i'm like i'm gonna wait until three years after we're married (laughs) (laughs) don't even say that you'd be like okay i'm still not too sure i know we're getting married but i 
you mm-hmm. still have my doubts that you but don't like, love. But, like, do you, though? Like, what yeah. is love, really? They don't hurt don't me. They don't hurt me. Yeah. Don't that have the rights. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I feel... And this... I know that I brought this up before, and... I just think that it's super important to relationships and everything, but the five love languages, mm-hmm. I feel like is super important to people showing their love as well. And that's exactly what I thought of when Carrie actually says that she loves Big, which is when he gets her a swan purse. Was it a swan? I thought it was a penguin. It was, it looked like a swan to me. No, I have no I don't idea. know. I legit Either, wrote down penguin. It was ugly. It was pretty ugly. I would take it. I mean, I'd take it back to the store. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, I would get a store credit um, for it, but no. Store I, credit at the other ugly, bedazzled wasn't it, like, depot. It said what it was on the bag that she had it in, like, that she took it out of. Oh, like that's the, embarrassing. And it was, like, Christian Dior or something, I think. Ew. Yeah. At the Harrah's, they sell a bedazzled Shrek necklace. And a bedazzled what? cheeseburger bag. And I want the bedazzled cheeseburger bag so fucking bad. Because it's not a clutch. It's like... <laughs> it's a whole bag. It's like a fucking Michael Kors. Like, you could fit shit Into it. in there. That's so crazy. I want it. Yeah, but... It's, it is. It's an ugly bag, though. Um, and she says, I love you. And he doesn't know how to respond because he's begging. Because that's a weird thing to be saying I love you about. But... I was thinking maybe his love language was gift giving and maybe that was his way of saying that he loved her. And I don't know that that's entirely true, quite honestly, because when I really think about it, I don't know that he buys her anything again, but he does make a big deal out of the um, ring in the movie. Well, he did have a bad experience with this time so maybe he's like i'm not buying that bitch shit mm-hmm. why does she keeps dropping stuff on me like he buys her something else she's like hey i'm pregnant and she's like nope yeah i'm out fair um this is the most that i've liked big i think yes in this episode because he, he he's felt very real. humanized yeah yeah and the situation around him i can't wait till we get to it but i'm like this was raw this was good i felt like i liked this mm-hmm. i liked it a lot it was as good it actually showed him like doing something important um but anyway we cut to uh, miranda and steve and their perfect adorable relationship hold on before we get there oh sorry um there is something before that you're right so the girls go out to brunch breakfast wherever they do to catch up on any major life events and they're all talking about the situation that happened with carrie and then carrie was like okay well either he says I love you back or you break up with him and I feel like if if not on this mm-hmm. podcast you and I have had that conversation before mm-hmm. that if someone doesn't say I love you back you break up with them like what is that I you know and I don't I don't remember what we talked about in regards to that but I I had a problem with that too when we were watching it I was like do you really though like because if things are still still good and they're just not ready then just chill the fuck out and wait for them to be ready. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you keep, then you keep being in the relationship until that person's ready. Right. Why would you be like, oh, it's not ready when I need it to be ready. I'm backing out. Like, no, obviously you're in a good place. If you love that person, it's not a bad situation. Right. So why would you then destroy the relationship right, like, that I'll you have been fostering? To, yeah, like I have to light a fire and just leave him and burn that bridge that makes zero sense to me 
Yeah, like, that, why, that, like why would if it bothers you enough, just be like, you know what? I, I just want to bring this up again. I said I loved you. You didn't say it back, and I'm sorry if you're not ready to say that, or if I made you uncomfortable or something, and then have a conversation about it. Yeah, definitely. Maybe or say, you know, you didn't say you loved me back, and it just it kind of affected me a little bit. Are you still in this? Something. Yes, definitely have that conversation, and I think that's what it is because everyone is always trying to go for that like romance movie where mm-hmm. you both just know it. There's waves gushing in the background mm-hmm. there's fucking Walter McDonald singing in the background that'd be oh, great God, that's <laughs> all I want now um, but yeah I think that conversation would definitely help out and I know that it can be weird because like especially like in my own situation I was like ah, I didn't say anything good night just I, kidding uh, yeah because also that's not how I wanted to do it yeah. but I, I wouldn't have been offended Tom was like okay well I don't know if that's how I feel about you now I was like okay cool and that's where my conversation came from where I was like hey I don't hopefully like you didn't take it like this way i'm not that i'm not that emotionally invested i am invested yes and i care about you a lot but i'm not here at this level yet but this is what i want you to know that i do care about you that you're a part of my world i want to continue sharing that world with you this is this is this and i feel like if more people have that conversation even if the other person wasn't ready to say i love you that's part of the conversation be like hey i do care about you Mm -hmm. you we are doing this together and i'm very happy i just am not aware that i am ready to say this and i don't want to say it beforehand and not mean it and then take away the impact from when i do say it and mean it completely because i want you to have that yeah exactly and i'm yeah that bothered me about their conversation it's like well i'm gonna have to leave them which i'm like listen like this isn't a batman versus superman not laughing at my joke kind of a thing like that's serious but this. When will you be over this? <laughs> when will you be over this? That happened a month ago. I did. God. Okay, I'm over it. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> it just really upset me because I thought that was a really genuinely fantastic joke. You also told it today at this shoot. <laughs> I someone did. Else. And I was like, hey, shut up. He laughed though. I'm just gauging the reaction. Everybody that I've told has <laughs> laughed. In 30 All years, insane. it could be like, you remember that movie, Batman? <laughs> Mrs. Oops. I well, br- I brought that up with him too. He was like, "Oh, I didn't hear you say it." And I was like, "But it's not funny." He was like, hey, "It's not that funny." And I'm like, "We're breaking up. We're breaking up." <laughs> <laughs> Relationship update. No longer seeing him. Relationship update. He didn't laugh at my jokes. I'm out, dude. I'm out. If I were to break up with every person who didn't laugh at my jokes, I'd be single forever. Dude, Chad never laughed at my jokes, and I feel like it's so important for like laughter to be part of a relationship like it's like legit important to me obviously because i'm still harping on that shit like a month later <laughs> and i get that i just know that i'm not a funny person so i don't hold it against challenge dude <laughs> challenge doesn't laugh at it and then i'm like i'll be my own damn fucking fan <laughs> i think that's why i'm over the top and loud just because i have to make up for the fact that other people don't like me oh my god you're so not <laughs> you're hilarious you have no idea you're adorable and everybody loves you stop it Anyways, Anyways, back back to love. (laughs) Stephen Miranda. So, yes. Stephen Miranda. Oh, my God. So cute. So, they go out. (coughs) She she lets him buy buy dinner only in places that he can afford. And he buys them the biggest slice of pizza. I swear to God. It's like half a fucking pizza. I'm not even super into pizza, but I would fuck that pizza slice like yeah it was nuts i have no idea where that was it was bigger than someone's head it was it was way bigger than my head could ever be you're Uh, really tiny though true i have a tiny head um but yeah totally freaky and he's being a 
adorable though and so sweet and I'm just like I love you Steve I'm okay with saying it right now <laughs> so, and during this cute little day ooh, there is nasty product in my hair yeah there's like, nasty product it up with nasty stuff I know me too um during this conversation uh-huh. Miranda asked Steve to go to a work event with her and then Steve's obviously like super into it super exciting she's like I do have to warn you like it will be boring and then this motherfucker's like, it won't be boring if I'm there with you. Like, super cute, mm-hmm. nonchalant. Like, he wasn't trying to make it cute. Like, it's just something he would genuinely say. And I was like, this motherfucker needs to step down because he's making the rest of us look bad. He's so cute. I but he him. is the absolute cutest. Mm-hmm. And I love him. Uh, and turns out he has a gold corduroy suit to wear. And Miranda isn't having any of that. And so... He's like, what's wrong with corduroy? And Miranda's like... I don't have enough time to tell you what's wrong with corduroy. There's and I'm like, honestly, same. Yeah, there's a lot. <gasps> this woman that I admire and I appreciate because she is so fantastic. Mm. She had a corduroy couch that had like a flowery print on the nice beige oh my overall. Gosh. <laughs> the cat, like part of the couch ripped. So she was getting rid of the couch. And then she's like, but I couldn't, there was something about it that I couldn't just throw away. This fucking bitch <laughs> took the material from the couch and sewed it no. into a pair of pants no that way. she wears out and I'm like this <laughs> bitch oh my god I am god. so proud for her as her friend where I'm like you fucking do you bitch but as a person that who is, is alive and well and has eyes <laughs> I'm like I hate every single part of this that is almost as extra as the house that we shot in today oh my gosh this house was so amazing but it was extra there was like fountains like little little like i don't water holes i don't know what to, what to call them this- that like went into the pool from like the outside of the pool jets of water like like arced into the pool there was two koi ponds on either side of the entrance. It was amazing. And like, and it's the entrance from the inside, so it's inside their house. Mm-hmm. It's not any special kind of tub. It, there's just holes in the tile mm-hmm. that they got rid of everything on the inside, made it look pretty on the outside, and just filled with water and koi fish. Yeah. It's freaking like, amazing. Who, they had six living rooms. Yeah. There's not even that many people live in there. All of them could each have their own living room. Right. And they would have a guest living room. Mm-hmm. So much room. And also, the beautiful. light switches, instead of being switches, you had to, like, double tap. Yeah. It was crazy. And the epitome of class. A heated toilet seat. Oh. Yeah. And sit down on it. Oh. It oh, but great. it was also a bidet. It was. And it had... They scare me. A regular function to clean out your butt and mm-hmm. then they had a soft function and then they also had a front function to help clean out some vaginas mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing I thought bidets were all or nothing and no. I was like that's wild yeah bidets that's are dumb. all sorts of crazy like they ran out of toilet paper and somebody's like but it's a bidet and I'm like no no I'm not Mm-mm. I held it all the way home I want to use a bidet I think one time I used a bidet and I didn't sit on it properly because the water went right past my butt hit my ball sack and then like squirted outside <laughs> from the toilet seat and it I was, was like broken. what happened That's so crazy. like I don't think this is the way this is supposed to work no my balls are clean now thank you bidets freak me out I don't want it I don't know it's like a, a constant enema like that's amazing I, yeah I just I don't know you're I, always prepared for anal sex fair but also 
I'm never prepared for anal sex. <laughs> not mentally, not spiritually, not physically. I'm not. <laughs> Anyways. Back to um, this. So, yeah. So, then the girls are, you know, at another another get-together again. Um, and they're talking about money distribution in relationships and how it's okay for a guy to have more money. But it's not okay when a woman has more money. And I... As garbage as this is, I honestly feel like that's still kind of true. Why do you think that is? Like, and I, I don't mean to be a Charlotte about it, but like, I feel like uh, guys, it they it they get upset if like you try and pay for more than you should or whatever. You know, it just. It was always like, um, so the, the guy that I saw last summer didn't even have a job. He just went to school, but he got, um, cause he was in the Navy, so he would get like money. Like a stipend? Or, yeah, like a stipend or whatever, however they do it in the Navy. Um, and so he would get money like occasionally, but I know that he didn't have that much money, but he would still insist on like going to like an expensive restaurant and paying for it every once in a while. And there's a part of me that's like, okay, no, I totally feel that, like you should always want to be the one to be chivalrous in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also just like, okay, but why? Like, I, I am a big fan of going half and half on everything, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, me too. And and there are times where I'm like, okay, no, like I would I would like to invite you to this thing. It's on me. And then also I'm like, now it's your fucking turn. Yeah. But that's because that's where I'm like half and half. Even mm-hmm. if it's half, not half and half every single time, I'll pick up a couple. I'll pick up a couple. You pick up a couple. Mm-hmm. But I just, and well, that's me in a same-sex relationship. I think in like heterosexual relationships, it's still very much like men are taught: you need to protect the woman, you need to be the money maker, mm-hmm. you need to bring the food home, you're the one wearing the pants, you can't make her pay for anything because then you look weak and blah blah. Which I'm like, that's dumb. Yeah. Can we please be over this? Yeah. Can we please be over this? If you want to pay for someone, totally. For sure. Right. Like, you're but, allowed but to But it do shouldn't that. be because you have a penis. It shouldn't be because you have a penis and the person has a vagina. Yeah, like it shouldn't be a big deal whether it's the woman or whether it's the man. And like I I haven't I haven't actually dated anybody who if I'm like, no, it's you bought drinks last time, I'm gonna buy drinks this time, like they've They've been okay with it, but I feel like it's a, it's difficult because there it's like you buying a drink is one thing, buying an eighteen hundred dollar suit is another, and that is difficult because because Miranda hears about the gold corduroy suit. Miranda wants him to wear something a little bit more elegant, a little bit more something that goes with the class that she hangs out with. Mm-hmm. Which is also what Big did. Because later on, I know we're jumping around, but, like, later on he takes her to, you know, a party that he was invited to at some Park Avenue bitch's place. And all the girls there have the same type of... Bedazzled something purse that are really ugly. Right. That he gave Carrie. But the weird thing is I'm more on Miranda's side because I'm like... This is definitely something that Steve was not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. 
But I'd be, uh, but it's so weird. Well, but also, oh no, I'm more on big side than I am Miranda side. So mm-hmm. like that's really expensive. But so is this purse. This purse but is so like is Christian this purse. Dior. And I think that's like like think that's that internalized was... sexism though, because I'm like, no, Miranda, you don't, you shouldn't have to pay for it. Steve, if he's not comfortable with it, he's just not comfortable with it. Maybe skip this event. He doesn't mm-hmm. need to come. Yes. And that really makes someone. But then with the purse situation, I was like, it's a fucking purse. Who cares? But it's also expensive. But it's also expensive, which is absolutely never addressed. Even it's it's addressed that it's ugly. It's addressed that she doesn't like it. But it is never addressed the fact that it's probably the same amount of money as that suit. Which is weird. But also, it plays differently. Not differently. Not not that they are different situations, but it's played differently because we because big since we were introduced to him, he's Mister Big Shot. He's Mister. Mm-hmm. I run yeah. a company. He has all the money in the world. It doesn't matter. And Miranda, who is very successful and has money, bought her own apartment. Like, it's fucking mm-hmm. killing it. We're still looking at her like, okay, but also, like, don't don't spend all your money. Just because yeah. I think that's also, like, looking out for females. Or, like, Miranda, at any point, this could be gone. Yeah. And Mr. Big, we know that Mr. Big's always going to be fine because he's Mr. Big. Yeah. One, because he's a Mr. And B, because he's Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that sucks. That is crazy, because I'm mm-hmm. like, no, Steve. If Steve doesn't feel comfortable in the suit, don't buy him a suit. Right. And that would also be in a hard situation, because I would also be like to be like, oh, someone's offering to buy you a suit, and they have the money for it. Hell yeah, go for it. But I know that I would never be able to, like, I, I would, would never, never be okay with that. Yeah, I would. I would not be able to do that. Yeah, I literally, I wouldn't have been able to accept a suit that costs that much, and I literally would never be able to accept a purse that costs that much. For me, it's the same thing. And that's so weird because for me it's different. Even though it is the same thing, it's that internalized whatever that mm-hmm. I'm like, but it's different Isn't because they bought it for care. Well, and obviously according to the show it is too because they literally never address that that is an expensive goddamn purse. This episode never. was also written by a man. Fair. It was. It was written, oh, it was written, written by, by Darren. Goddamn it, Darren Star. We're going to have some words. I love your TV show Younger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you grew up. Big fan of you now. Big fan of you 1999, now. 1999, you sucks. You were the worst. You had to cut your teeth on something, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Um, That's I so just, But it is crazy that, like, money distribution in relationships actually does matter. And um, and Charlotte makes... I, I hate that, she's, that she makes a fine point because she's garbage. But she makes a fine point in that she's like, you were, we're all pretending like there isn't a like a caste system a modern day caste system and there is and points down to the fact that they're all getting pedicures and there that there are four women at their feet serving them and it is the weirdest thing because for the rest of the episode and before this episode charlotte was an idiot and then she just comes here Mm -hmm. and drops the one of the biggest truth bombs that has occurred on this tv show that is still a real and prevalent thing Mm. that we're trying to ignore that it's not a thing but it's definitely still very much a thing for real yeah and and then it just cuts away because because they were done with it and they didn't know how to handle it right exactly and then they cut to um, voiceover Carrie where she couldn't help but wonder can we date outside our cast I I think yeah I think that we can but I feel like where you going buddy <laughs> um, I feel like. Like, we can, but it does get difficult. Like, I personally have my dating apps. Like, I had to change my my um, settings mm-hmm. because 
I was getting so many guys that literally didn't know how to spell anything, mm -hmm. that didn't know how to form full and complete sentences when speaking to me, and it turned me off so much, and there's literally no way that I want to go out with a guy, and I know this sounds super snobby, but is that stupid? And sometimes that is linked to education and and lack of opportunities and, or just, yeah and lack of opportunities things like that and i feel bad like weeding those people out but at the same time i know that we're not going to be compatible yeah like when it comes to intellectual wealth i'm always aiming higher like i i want someone smarter than i am Which or at the very least as smart as i am which is weird because imagine them on the other uh, imagine the people that you're waiting out who are like oh I want to date someone smarter than I smarter than me <laughs> who is smarter than I am yeah just because like then if you're dating someone better it inspires you to be better mm -hmm. but then those people are getting weeding out for people who are better mm -hmm. then they can't ever get better well and it's uh, it's so and it's so tough that's what I'm saying tough. it is tough because there's no right answer Right. You can't. You cannot hit the nail on the head ever. Well, and I feel like, and I even feel bad, like, having that setting on there. Because it's not like I haven't met people. Like, I have met people that have not graduated from high school. But they are very intelligent and very fun to talk to. And I love them very much. But for the most part, that's not true. And here's the thing is I come from a background where I've just been... I am very into diplomas don't equal intelligence mm -hmm. yes like obviously you worked really hard and that is not to take anyone's accomplishments away from them for doing high school for doing college for doing masters phd good for you you were on your shit but there there are also different levels because i know people who have phd who can't fucking change a tire on their car yeah i know i know people who didn't graduate college but could like essentially reroute an entire like um, technical situation mm -hmm. like they could fuck shit up they understand how things work you just it wasn't something you could put on like pen to paper and do but these people are super intelligent or just people who are fucking wise like yeah. I, I I think that I am book smart but there are certain things when it comes to common sense that I am not <laughs> there for like I'm just like oh I didn't even that wasn't something that ever crossed my mind and people are like this is a simple solution I'm like that's very smart Thank you for your input. I would have never known this, ever. Yeah, and I'm... I feel like, even though I what I did get, like, a degree, um, I'm... I don't feel like I got my intelligence from that degree. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I was always pretty street smart, and, um... I don't know. It just it's so it's so weird because for the most part when it comes to dudes and dudes that I want to date, <laughs> higher education seems to be important and it's weird to say this cuz I mean I don't want to uh, like be sexist or anything, but like it seems like the girls that I meet educate themselves more, want to be more educated when it comes to anything whereas I feel like the guys, for the most part, obviously not all of them, but the guys Hash that did not, not yeah, not all men, um, but some of, 
like well the ones on the dating apps let's just let's just narrow it down to them um the ones on the dating apps that did not have higher education they don't want it yeah like they don't want to be better they don't want to and this is something that they were talking about too is that um miranda says that he doesn't have any ambition steve has no ambition he's a bartender he wants to be a bartender he's happy where he is and on one hand like i i see her point where it's like oh he just he's not ambitious he doesn't want anything better for himself but on the other hand he's found his his he's found his happiness and why are you being a fucker about that that's always how i felt because obviously like i look for people with ambition and stuff but someone brought that to my attention it's like why why is that more important than someone who has found their calling who is happy where they are. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. It's that a hard one. super hard because I'm still very much, like, I am still, yes, I get that point, but I'm still looking for someone who's ambitious. But then it's weird because I feel like I'm the person who has found a calling and would be happy in that place. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was doing what I'm doing now for the rest of my life, that's not going to be a long life, but <laughs> I would be content with it because I'm like, I'm happy. I'm feeling like this right. is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I, the opportunity came to do something a little bit better, yeah, sure, I would take it. But if I had to do this, I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. And on paper, then that makes me look unattractive. Yeah. I know. It's so... It's difficult. And I. it's hard to... It's hard to say if we can... If we can honestly date outside of our cast. I and think you can. I think it makes things tough. I think it makes things really hard, but I feel like if you are okay and happy with that person, then it's fine. And and just keep having that constant communication or those levels where you're like, this doesn't matter to me. I need you to know that where we are is where I want to be and you make me happy. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want. This is right. what I want from you and I am getting it from you. Yeah. And speaking of happiness, we go to... Um, to Big and Carrie on a date uh, and he says look there's something that I've been meaning to tell you um, since I gave you that purse that you can take it back if you don't like it and she says that that's the moment where I went from I love you to I hate you and I'm like it is such a thin line with you Carrie like she's it's really and but I mean I get it like I feel like Carrie Carrie is pure unadulterated girl emotion I think I agree and in a non like sexist way every girl is different people process things differently but I think if you took all of the things that people all the stereotypes that you would say about women it would be Carrie. Because mm. stereotypes are not always the truth, blah, blah, blah. But I think but stereotypes can stem from the truth. truth. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's for anything with anybody ever. I think yep. they come from something, but it is to an extreme. And I think Carrie is that extreme, and that's why I hate her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she doesn't feel like a real person. She's, yeah. She she's, feels she's like a caricature that's supposed to be big about these things to represent all these different emotions that people feel just so she can be a more general character so that more people can relate to her but because of that she isn't a well fleshed out character and then she just makes dumb decisions all the time and fat mm-hmm. and some you know and this is the thing so I am 
pretty much, I think I'm a couple of years older than Carrie is supposed to be at this point. And I couldn't help but wonder. Shut the fuck. <laughs> no, but like I feel like, and this sounds awful, but like I feel like with women in their 30s and they hit their sexual peak in their 30s, like maybe you almost go through like a, you know how they separate middle school like for a reason because you're just an emotional ball of awful and you can't be with the younger kids because you're a little bit more developed but you can't be with the older kids because you're not developed enough right and i feel like maybe women in their 30s like are like that where maybe maybe they are kind of just this ridiculous ball of emotion and hormones changing and things changing so much so that like they do this dumb shit. Ugh. Like, it would be awful to think that that was everybody, but I feel like... Like, men in their 60s or when they have their midlife crisis, I feel like maybe women have their crisis in their 30s. Which is weird, because women live longer than men. Well, but we're mature faster, too, so we just... You guys have to. <laughs> get it over with. Yeah, truth. Um, so... Meanwhile, Charlotte um, gets a movie star, Wiley Ford, Wiley into, Ford can get it, though. into her into her gallery. He's gross. Yeah. Um, you bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> and he's kind of an idiot. Kind of. But she's starstruck anyway, and ends up making out with him in the car. He goes. He tells. He. He's <laughs> so mad at this. He friggin' tells the driver to pull over so that he can take a leak in an alley. You are a movie star. You could walk into somebody's house and be an adult and, like, pee in a toilet. I don't understand. Oh, but peeing inside is so much more free. Peeing inside or outside? Outside. Oh, yeah. Uh. I just, I don't, whatever. Anyway, she calls up Carrie while he's peeing. Carrie is immediately like, you need, honey, sweetie, you need to get the fuck out of there doesn't listen she doesn't listen and i thought that that was hysterical because i feel like carrie in that moment was such a goddamn bad friend because she didn't call her back she called her on her cell phone yeah like you could call someone back you could a hundred percent call her back and be like sweetie no you really need to do this i was gonna say text her but i'm pretty sure that texting wasn't a thing then Mm -hmm. so that wasn't gonna happen but still call her back leave her a message saying hey he's disgusting and you need to not be with him carrie's dealing with her own problems she doesn't have time for everybody else okay but like in that moment she absolutely could have fucking picked up the phone and left a message like be a good friend sarcastic because carrie's (laughs) fucking um and then we have samantha's story which she's dating a guy with a servant and the servant's crazy, pretends like she doesn't know English, but then when shit really comes down, um, like, kicks um, Samantha out of bed, and, like, it's just, it's kind of, it's such a filler for this episode. Like, I really feel like they came up short on the writing, and they just needed to, like... Like, oh, fuck, we need to get Samantha something. Bust out something, and it was terrible. Um... But yeah, I feel like so they they went so okay. 
Here's the thing. <laughs> stop and start that sentence a couple more times. Yes, I want to go ahead and like fill the podcast with garbage. Um, well, it's a good thing we're doing a Sex and the City podcast. Um, so Miranda and Steve are buying this suit, and she's very excited about it. And it was very. It's very funny because they're like, and the shoes? And she was like, I think we should take the shoes too. Like, she's so excited about him in the suit. Which, fair, he looked great in the suit. Which is, And he was also cute about it because she's like, what do you think? And he's like, I think it's unfair how attractive I am. <laughs> he's so cute. I love him so much. But yeah, so she, she's like, it's my treat. I want to take care of you. I want to buy the suit. And he was like, no, you're not going to buy my suit. That's weird. Um, and... It's so, I was just like, my God, like $1,800 for one suit. Like that is a down payment on something large. A suit? (laughs) That's. I'm being accepted. That's nuts. And I totally, like I, I wouldn't have been able to accept that. That's way too much money no matter what. Like, I just a lot of money. It's not, it's not buying a, um, it's not buying someone a drink. It's, it's a lot of money. And I don't think that anyone should be okay with accepting, accepting something that big when I don't think they've even said I love you to one another. No, they haven't. I think that's where, I, I think that's the difference. Like if they had been dating for a couple of years, you want to do this, then I'd have a little bit more leniency. Yes. They've been dating for two episodes. Two episodes. Two, yeah, two she episodes. She this fucking thing. Also, give me that Miranda money. Right. So this guy that you've been dating for two weeks. Right. That you can just, make you that just buy much him a money. Fucking thing. Damn. You don't even know this relationship is going to continue, but you're just fine with buying him a suit. Right. And also, can I just say, if you make that much money, why do you keep going to the same awful hairstylist? Oh, Miranda, honey, your hairstylist does not like you. It's so... Her hair in this episode is the worst. Like, it's awful, and there's no reason for it. She's a beautiful woman. There's no reason to make her look awful. I hate her hair. I hate a lot of things about her. Um, Um, But um, it's really hard, though, because I feel like there's a rule between men that every man needs a good suit or tux. Yeah. And I don't have one. And then... I was invited to a wedding by Challen, and I, and I was like, okay, it has to be formal. And I was like, I don't have a fucking suit. I don't have a fucking suit. And then I was like, I can't afford to buy a full suit. So I pulled it off with like a jacket that I bought. The jacket was like a hundred bucks. And I was able to pull off the jacket with the sh- black shirt that I already had. And then I had asked if it was okay to match the jacket with a pair of black jeans. And then I wore my little <sighs> booties. Like the black booties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are nice shoes, yes. And I was like, okay, I feel like this is passable. I feel like this is passable. But the entire time, I was like, I wish I was wearing a suit. Mm -hmm. But also, one, I don't have the money for a suit with matching shoes and, like, the whole thing. And two, I hate suits. I hate dressing up. I think the shoes are ugly. I think jackets take away people's figures. Mm -hmm. I think they're nasty. I feel like a well-cut suit on a man looks fantastic. I agree. But it has to be, you know, an $1,800 suit. And that's what's tough, because I'm like, okay, if I could afford that one, yes, I'd feel more comfortable in this. But I'm, I don't want to drop... If I'm not going to get the high-quality one that I know that I can't afford, I don't want to 
do a suit that's less than that that I'm not gonna like and still have to pay a lot for. Yeah. Especially when I hate wearing them. You can't move in them. Mm-hmm. Anytime you raise your arm, your entire shoulder comes up and fucking almost gives you a fucking concussion. Yeah, they're not. They 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 can be great looking, but they can also most of the time be garbage. I feel like the woman's equivalent is a little black dress, mm-hmm. which I've literally never owned until. I realized that I absolutely had to have one for the Oscar party (laughs) and I bought it and I'm still like, I still haven't worn it since that jacket that I wore to the Oscars party is the same jacket that I wore to the wedding. I wore almost the exact same outfit, except for the wedding. I had worn a black button down shirt Mm -hmm. with a maroon tie. Oh, it might've been a gray tie. And then at the Oscars party, I wore the exact same outfit, except it was a white button down with a maroon tie to match my lipstick. Yes. And you looked great. Thanks. It's super amazing. No, I... And I thought that you look great in that whole outfit. And I think that that should be acceptable. Like, especially for, like, guys your age. Like, I don't think guys your age should be expected to be able to afford full suits. I think that's garbage. But some of them can. I, some of them can, but, like, that's a lot of money. That Spend it on something else. And that's what... Do I would rather buy 1,800 tacos than a suit. Yeah. Right? Like, I would, I could, me and my family went to Hawaii for two weeks and it was cheaper than that suit. Yeah. I believe it. That's so fucking crazy. That includes meals, airfare, staying on the fucking beach in a hotel resort. And we rented a car to drive to the other side of the island so we can go see the volcano house. That's so crazy. And driving back. And it was cheaper than buying a fucking suit yeah. that I would hate wearing. Right. That's, yeah, that's so stupid. Like, I feel like the clothing industry is such horseshit sometimes. Like, because there's so much stuff. And I'm like, I literally know that it took you maybe pennies to put this together. Why am I paying $35 for it? And here's a, with certain things. Because there are some people, there are some brands, there are some people who make clothes. And I'm like, this is your form of art. Yes, obviously, I want you to be compensated. Mm-hmm. For the work that you put in, you designed this. This is a piece of art. Yes. For couture, sure. But there are some things... Old Navy has no reason. No. Forever 21 has no reason. Yeah. Like... Like, I watched a documentary. They pay their workers, like, 30-something cents per garment. And, yes, they make a lot of garments. But when you consider the conditions that they have to work in to make it, because they're all hand-sewn or hand-stitched... And it's terrible. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? No, I'm not going to pay $50 for anything at Forever 21, ever. Mm-mm. No, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. And I feel like... It's cheap material. It's cheap everything. Right. It's going to deteriorate in two fucking months at most. That's, yeah, that's what I hate the most about Forever 21. Um, and I have no problem calling them out on this, is the fact that they make disposable clothes. They make disposable. Them and a bunch of, like, little other small shops... They take a bunch of fucking fashion ideas from stores who are doing it like it was an original idea or this new trend's going around and people are super excited and they are like, okay, like we're trying to get these out. They steal a lot from smaller stores, mass produce everything on cheap clothing. It's going to deteriorate or rip or break. It's not meant to last. Yeah. Just for the season. Mm-hmm. And they want you to expect, they want you to pay boutique prices for it and it's garbage. Yeah. And it's stupid. And I hate the fact that like they will make shirts that literally I have to buy a shirt to go under the shirt because it's completely see-through. That's bullshit. Why should I have to buy shirts for my shirt? And their sizes fit really small. 
Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you you can get, I know that weight can be an issue for girls. Mm. I have small friends who have had to buy larges, who then feel bad about buying larges. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I can't imagine the actual bigger girls who have to go to the plus plus size section mm-hmm. when they're like, "Are you fucking kidding? I'm yeah. just full." Yeah. And speaking as somebody who is like a in between the sizes 12 and 14 there's like nothing out there for me and the thing is like the larger that you are like i get that women's bodies are varied but things that are a size two are not gonna look good on someone who is a size 12. but then they don't even try to make the plus sizes look nice they're just like oh they're just like here have a fucking tent yeah yeah it's awful and i'm not here for it i the the fashion industry has problems i feel like tim gunn is trying to fix them and i appreciate that i don't know what that is but i appreciate him project runway i heard of it i love him i wanted him to be in uh the hunger games i wanted him to be the designer (laughs) like when i was reading the books i was like this is tim gunn gorgeous (laughs) <laughs> the, I, I since I work in a doll store, we sell a lot of lingerie, mm-hmm. and the lingerie runs really small. Oh yes, really. If it you does. don't look like an eleven-year-old girl, a lot of our sizes will not fit you. You will have to buy a plus size, mm-hmm. and that makes me so angry. And that quality is garbage. Like Chad would legitimately be really nice about like looking into like lingerie and buying me lingerie and and like being very conscientious about it Mm -hmm. and it would still be awful like it would still be like a corset that i couldn't actually close all the way and then the underwear that came with it would be too big Disgusting. Yeah, like, and, like, I get that I'm only wearing it for, like, a few minutes, but it's supposed to make me feel sexy and not, like, a whale. And I felt like a whale. Awful. This, because this girl was like, do you have anything that fits a size 6 girl? I had to take her to the plus size section. Ugh. The size 6 girl. That's ridiculous. And we don't have a lot of plus size selections to begin with. And we are one of the bigger yeah. adult stores that I've seen in my entire life. Ugh, that's... Ugh. Dating, or yeah, the, <laughs> dating. That was the, a real bummer. Like, I'm was, really sad now. It's, it, yeah, things are, things need to change in the fashion industry is what we're saying. And we can probably start um, by, like, you know, by just not being garbage people. Anyway, what I'm were we sorry. were talking about? <laughs> How do we get here? Who, what is this Oh, we were talking about, about Steve. We were yeah, talking about Steve suits. Steve in the suits. I feel uncomfortable. Um, and then, so Steve buys the suit. He's super excited. Miranda, it is the night of the event. Miranda's running a little bit late. Steve knocks on her door. She opens the door. Steve is not wearing his suit. And then Miranda's like, what the fuck? <sighs> Steve returned the suit. And he was he like, couldn't I couldn't it. afford it. And what did he say? Um, and he's like, I didn't feel good about myself, so he breaks up with her. Ugh, and this is so heartbreaking because I see where he's coming from, but I see where she's coming from. And it's so, it was so hard. I was like, please just make it work. And that's so you hard because how do you make it out? Which one of them do you tell your feelings are not valid? And you, like, that's the thing is that you don't. Like, you, like, they should have sat down with it and he shouldn't have just been like, you know what? I can't do this by forever. Um, they should have reached some sort of compromise. They should have 
gone to a place where he could have afforded a suit that they wasn't as great, but suit. whatever. Yeah. And he could have gone, or she could have just been like, no, this is Steve. Steve doesn't own a suit. Fuck you guys. He didn't have to go to the event. He didn't have to go to the event at all. And he didn't have to go to the event in, this, in a suit. He didn't yeah. have to. He could have just been nice. And I feel like um, the idea of a suit hasn't really stood the test of time. Like, I feel like it's like this episode is kind of antiquated in that way. Really? Because I feel like if guys go to, like, with the whole hipster movement, mm-hmm. if people go to something that's supposed to be a little bit more high scale, I feel like they don't need to wear a suit. See, that they're forgiven for that. I still feel like people need to wear suits. I think that we're friends with the hipster community, which is why that's okay. Okay. But right, I have yeah. definitely been to events where I'm like, I stick out. This is not fun. And if any of our hipster friends, despite how good they would have looked with their fucking little chinos, mm-hmm. their nice little brown belt attached to a like button-down shirt, they would have they would have not fit in. I think this is not antiquated at all. I still think it's a real part of it. Yeah. And that's part of the caste system. The fact that you need that's a good fair. suit to prove that you are better, that you ha- that you make money, that you can afford a good suit, you can mingle with all these people. Mm-hmm. And it, I hate it. The reason I know this is because my mom runs a dry cleaning business. And it's in the like more rich part mm-hmm. of town. And just seeing all the people, the things that people bring in. And I was like, bruh, I could save up little bits and pieces of what I, like, don't... Or what I already spend, like, mm-hmm. just on bills, on doing this, on gas, things like that. And I would not be able to afford this anytime soon. And these people bring, like, 16 suits. They're like, okay, I need these dry cleaned. Mm-hmm. The fact that you could take your fucking suit to go get dry cleaned is wild. Right. To some people who are like, no, I do all my laundry at home because I can't afford to fucking get that shit clean. Right. And they are expensive to get clean too. Now mm-hmm. you, so you only not only bought this suit, not only have you bought multiple suits for different occasions, and then you're gonna go pay for like twenty five dollars at a minimum. Right. To go get your suit fucking dry cleaned. Yeah, I've almost bought um, items of clothing because I really liked them, but then I checked the tag and it says dry clean only, and I put them back. But you know what you do is you just make sure that those people aren't picking up their suits anytime soon and you wear those. <laughs> Someone asked me. Oh, because I, 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 so I hadn't seen American Hustle. And then I guess in that movie, whatever things people don't pick up, they make a closet for. So then if someone like needs an outfit or whatever, like you just take it out of the lost and found, I Dude, guess. Dude, yes. And what we do is we, um, like every six months or every year, we just take out things that people haven't picked up. We give them a call. Mm-hmm. We're like, hey, come pick up your stuff. And they don't come back within that next six months that we do it because it's a rotating system. Mm-hmm. We just donate it. But I was like, bruh. Right. Bruh. Yeah. I could get so many good things. Dude, get it. I wanted to write a short story about it. Whereas this woman who like yeah. worked at it. And so like she would pretend to be like this better person so not this better person a, a higher, higher class, class person. person yeah so she would like borrow those like dress to wear to this event she would borrow this outfit and then we also get weird things like we do the ronald mcdonald outfit oh, and i was like yes. bruh a ronald <laughs> mcdonald outfit somehow gets thrown into that system that the chicken awesome. outfit from dear george oh, that would be that super would sick be so that would be the greatest like short film and I'm like, that'd be fun. That would be so much fun. Emily, we have ideas. Yeah. No. I want credit. You know what? We're doing it. <laughs> I mean, when I say I mean, we, gonna, I'm not going to because I don't. I would so want to do that. Like, I don't have the equipment to do that, but I would do it anyway. Like, clerk thing. style. Like, I can what? Clerk style. Uh, I'm going to do a clerk style. 
We're not white men. We can't just put garbage out there. And hey, have I'm a white woman. I can do it. No, but you're so woman. Oh. Look at Patty Jenkins. Oh. She got an Academy Award for her first film that she did on a micro budget, and then they didn't hire her again for 12 years. Yeah, it's bullshit. Anyway, anyway, why are we doing this? We're here to we have a good time. It? We're cut, you know. <laughs> I just came here to have a good time, and I'm feeling so attacked right now. <laughs> honestly, I came out here to attack people, and I'm honestly having such a good time. <laughs> um, Anyways, back to the shitty episode. Yeah, back to the show. So, um, yeah, Big and Carrie go to a snooty-ass Park Avenue party um, where everyone is holding some sort of you know bedazzled, bedazzled purse that this has bedazzled watermelon slice and honestly i feel like i would want that one that one was kind of like gaudy but off awesome-ish i'm gonna get stacy a bedazzled hot dog <gasps> yes she would wear the shit of that yeah she would. um so so it's it's awful snooty right off the bat um she asked for a drink i can't remember what drink she, she ordered a for. red wine she, oh yeah, she said, I'll just have a red wine because I'm sure that, like, and you could see it in her thought process and, like, hats off to um, SJP for pulling this acting point off. Um, but you could see in her mind that she was just like, oh, I guess I should probably not order a Cosmo. I should maybe order something that's a little bit more high class. So I'm just going to say red wine. <laughs> and so she orders a red wine and the waiter's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, the madame doesn't allow brown food just clear clear food which legitimately like i've heard about people like this and it's like friends of friends have told me so i don't know how true it is but they're like legitimately people that are like no i have white carpets and you're not allowed to eat anything on them drink anything on them it's all white wine white everything here's the thing point the first i can respect that if you were throwing an event it is all up to you your rules go hell to the yes <laughs> point the second don't go to that person's party yeah and like that i know that's a like a, a thing that couples have what's like well i was i was invited i would like you to be there can you just suck it up yeah and like mingle or like be here with me and then Carrie gets there, and Carrie's pit, Carrie's annoyed. Carrie's a shithead right off the well, bat. Well, Carrie's a shithead, but I don't think it, with this particular point in this particular episode, because for the rest of the episode, I don't agree with, with a lot of what she does. But for this point where she's just like, Big doesn't realize who I am, because he brought me to this party with all these snooty girls. He bought me something to try to fit in with them, but it didn't prepare me for them. See, and that bo- it bothers me. That bothers me because I feel like, and maybe I'm giving guys too much credit not enough credit i don't know but i feel like guys will only really go with what they know these are the women that big knows and so he assumes that she's going to like a purse like that because obviously the rest of the women that he hangs out with like purses like that mm-hmm. like he's only doing what he knows and i feel like she's she's dragging him for something that Guys, don't pay attention to in the first place. He br- he does bring up that point. He's like, I know why you're really angry. Because Carrie will do that. Carrie will find Carrie is mad at something or disappointed in something. We'll find a different way to express it. But I don't think in this yep. situation she was wrong. Because like we see the girl who's like, don't spill that. This is a white carpet. Blah blah. blah. And then like we're not we're supposed to sympathize with Carrie. And this is the one time where I'm like, I do, because I would hate going to an event like that. And I'm like, listen, as much as I like you, if you. But this is also, if you know who I am, don't take me to these circles. 
because yeah. I will not have a good time. I, you will not have a good time. Worried that I'm not having a good time, and then it just demonstrates if you do take me that you're you don't know me, or that you're asking for two, or or then is it then am I just being whiny? Because why can't you suck it up? Right, but that's yeah, and that's sort of my my thought about it too is that to a certain extent it's like okay, if um like. The dude that I'm seeing is like super smart, like a scientist. And if he wanted me to go to a party with his colleagues, I would obviously be stepping it up. Mm-hmm. Like I would be stepping up my nerd game and I'd be stepping up like my scientist game. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like, okay, what are the certain theories that I can remember? Let's like, like pull some, like, because I would be myself, but I would adapt to what the situation was. Yeah. I'm going to be like, okay, what's my best, like, Schrodinger's cat joke? Like, something that they're going to get that's going to be funny for them, like, and adapt to that. Because I don't go to parties with scientists. I go to parties with theater people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I took him to a theater party, if there ever was one, um that he would do the same because that's what you do in a couple. You just adapt to what the other one likes. And I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like it's just a compromise that happens. And I feel like she was kind of just being a shithead about it. And I feel like in that moment at that party was when big did realize that she wasn't like everyone else. Yeah. Because other, because this is the first time that she's been invited to one of these parties that we know of. Um, and I feel like that's what, that's what guys need. They need to be able to literally be seeing things with their own eyes like that to be like, oh shit, she is, this isn't the same, Yeah, which is why he calls her and he says, you know, like this is, like, this is it. I get it now. Yes. Uh, I guess I just, I am very much on her side cause I am the, in a relationship, I definitely feel if one person likes something and the other person actively does not keep that separate like let that person enjoy what makes them happy Mm -hmm. because I think the other person can ruin it Yeah, because I've had that happen not in the relationship that I'm in but like I've had that happen with certain people where I'm like oh let me share something with you that I like and they're like well I'm not really into it and I'm like okay that's fine but then if I'm enjoying it and I know that the other person is enjoying it, then I'm not having, then I'm not enjoying it to my fullest potential. Mm. And I hate having that feeling, especially with something that makes me truly happy. Mm. So then in this situation, I'm like, why just go by yourself? Or if you are going to bring Carrie, don't expect her to fit in. Like you can laugh mm-hmm. a little with her, be on her side too. Mm-hmm. And then being like, I get that this is not your scene. Like this goal, we'll be here for a while here let me introduce you to some of the people who are actually worthwhile Mm. like help that person fit into your situation instead of expecting them just to like dive into it and be okay with it yeah i just feel like it was a first time and they needed to work the kinks out like i feel like he didn't think about it he was just like it's a party that i'm invited to she's my girlfriend i love her even though i haven't said it yet Mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna invite her to this thing she gets there. She immediately kind of has a bad attitude and does act inappropriately to oh, no, be she does. fair. Yes. And 
because she's know, a grumpy bitch. Yeah, she's a grumpy bitch. She's immediately like snooty with the waiter, who it's not his fault that there's no brown food allowed. Like he doesn't give a shit either. Yeah. He's like, this is my fucking job, bitch. Shut up. Yeah, like he did, doesn't care. She immediately pulls out a cigarette, and like clearly, if she doesn't allow brown food, she's allow not gonna. Cigarette. Yeah, she's not gonna allow you smoking in her freaking apartment. So Carrie goes out to the, the to the terrace. Um, and smokes and runs into one of the waiters that she happens to know. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. And uh, they they start catching up. And I, what really bothers me about this is that she was like, we've always had like a light, you know, flirtation thing going on. And I'm like, okay, well, why are you stoking that fire then? Because he's like, oh, yeah, I got a new tattoo. Want to see it? Meh. Like, and then like having him show her it's not on his lower stomach and she's like how far does that go and he's like oh yeah let me show you he's like unzipping his pants like you're uh, you're working you're being inappropriate too he is very being inappropriate and she's being inappropriate by encouraging it the lady whose party it is comes out and goes excuse me and then turns around and leaves i'm like excuse me what bitch what do you need like you're like I I will 100% admit that this party is garbage. Like this these people are snooty and awful and I wouldn't want to be there either. But for my boyfriend who I just told I loved, I would suck it up and I would be nice and then when we got home, I'd be like don't ever take me to one of those parties again because it was garbage. She's a child and she was acting out. But she's 30. She's a child. Donald Trump Jr is 39 and he's a kid. He's a good kid. Yeah, okay. Haven't Any- you read the headlines? No. <laughs> oh, that's what they're defending. They're like, he's a good kid. And everyone's like, he's a million years old. Why are you trying to say he's a good kid? Yeah. Especially with, like, the little, the small black children who've been shot and killed. Whoever was justifying, like, he looked older than his age. He looked like a full-grown man and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And if you're reminded, like, oh, but Donald Trump Jr. is being a fucking asshole about everything. But he's a good kid. Ugh. Shut the fuck up. No. He's not a kid. 39 is not a kid. Mm-mm. Um, the fuck not. But yeah, so so Carrie comes back in, and the lady whose party it is is tattletailing her her ass she right off to I have no idea. I didn't write her name down. I didn't write her name down either because That's she's like awful. I wrote Jeremiah's name down. Um, it's because he's relevant. Um, also Carrie has more chemistry with Jeremiah than she has with Big or Aiden ever. I. Mm. We'll talk about that when Aiden shows up. Anyway. Next season. Next season. Um, so, anyways. Big is... Big is is rude. Is very rude. He's like, you know, so were you giving a blowjob to the waiter? And she's like, first of all, he's not a waiter. He's an artist. And I'm like, no, right now he's a waiter. Mm-hmm. And Big wouldn't know that. So, um, yeah. And you're the one who's acting like a grumpy bitch. And you're the one that got caught in a weird position so right. you don't have so, the leg to stand on to yeah. be brewed back exactly and and then he was like well you know what about the blowjob and she was like no I didn't answer that because it's insulting which I'm like okay fair it is um but also okay, like but can we sh- talk about that real quick because mm-hmm. I get that people are like oh you don't trust me enough and you're gonna ask me this question and I find that insulting because you should have enough faith or trust or whatever mm-hmm. but when you're evasive about that question, it begs to, yes. like, it feels like you want to do that. Or just, 
then just answer the question and then be like, I'm offended that you would ask, but no. Mm-hmm. Or like, or the fact that you have to ask, blah, 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 but then answer the question. Mm-hmm. Because for the most part, I've only seen this as a manipulation tactic. And it wasn't the situation here. This was just, they were caught in a position that looked like something else. But then she was like, oh, I'm not going to respond. So I'm not going to give you the credit for it or whatever. But I've seen it done by people who are manipulating other people. Like, oh, you would ask me that question. You don't trust me. So you would actually ask that. You would think that I would do that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you did do that. That's why you avoided the question because you can't answer it. Yeah, yeah. I know. And that's, I feel like liars are the people that that do that, that get offended right away. Because if somebody asked me that, if somebody was like, you know, oh, hey, you know, did you cheat on this person did you just give a blow job to a you know a waiter on thing i'd be like oh my god no yeah why the fuck would i do something like that why in the hell would you ask me that even like that's the way it goes it goes in that order yes it's no it's and like, fuck you for asking yeah, yeah exactly like but to be like i can't believe you would even say that to me i'm like bitch you're lying bitch you are lying you're and also defensive. why are you offended you know the situation you were caught in what was happening and then, not only is she pissed off about that, but then she goes home with Jeremiah. Yeah. She go. She decides to... <gasps> that's why they were saying Jeremiah's a bullfrog, because his yeah. name's Jeremiah. Yeah, I you guess didn't that. know that? No, ah, that's funny. Cute. <laughs> no, so, yeah, they um, decided to split a pitcher of margaritas um, at someplace else after he got fired from his job. And then she, like, she was obviously, like, super drunk, and um, she was... I, I do honestly feel like she was having fun. Yeah. Um, just being drunk and, like, being with some dude. Um, and wasn't really... There wasn't anything, like, sexual happening, but then he kissed her. And she did sort of, like, halfway not, like, really, like, kind of want it, but sort of... It was a it was a really it, interesting like acting choice. It was I a feel. weird choreograph that they did because he went in for the kiss and it seemed like she pulled away. She did, and then he followed her, but then she like pushed back and was into it. Yeah. So it was hard to read what what was yes and what was no turning into a yes. It was weird to tell. I'll give you that one. Yeah, it was it was odd and. I will, I just, it, I I feel like so much of this, it's like, she did say that she just had half a pitcher of margaritas. She's super mad at Big at yes. this point. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that it's human sometimes to get to the point where if all of your inhibitions are down when you're drinking to just be like fuck it i'm doing this for sure Bef- i because we I, this all needs to build on one thing so i can't move from the situation we're gonna finish this thing with her mm-hmm. but then she spent um jeremiah spends the night at her house mm-hmm. they don't do anything big calls her in the morning they sort their kind of situation out and back to carrie being like i'm offended that you wouldn't even ask the jeremiah's waking up when she's on the phone with big and she blocks his mouth so he doesn't say anything. So Big doesn't know that there's someone else there. Mm-hmm. And then in her voiceover, once they figure everything out, she's like, I never told Big that Jeremiah about the Jeremiah or Jeremiah being there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bitch, 
this is why Big Ad would ask that question, and you can't. You are not allowed to be. I'm. A, I'm afraid, to, or I'm mad that you wouldn't even ask that. Yeah. Because you are hiding shit. Yeah. Even if it's something that you can work through, even if nothing happened, you are fucking hiding it. Mm-hmm. So fuck you. Fuck you. And that's why people are allowed to ask those questions and you're not allowed to get offended. Answer the fucking question mm-hmm. and then be like, no, I'm not. But you have to be fucking truthful and that bitch is not truthful. Fuck that bitch. No. Also, yeah, on that certain. phone call is where I left Bake the Bows. Because Bake's yes. like, I know why you're really mad. And you have to know that it's something that I have to do on my own time. Mm-hmm. Because saying I love you has gotten to me in trouble before. This is someone who has married... Ooh, at this point, he's only married one person. Yes, because Homegirl comes in next season. Twi- I thought he has been married twice. He has, but the girl, the second wife, does. He has. he's not married to her yet. Oh, I feel like at this point he has been married twice, but I could be no, wrong. No, because for the for the movie, Third, Le- Third Time's the Charm, oh. is what the guy says at the wedding thing. Oh, okay. And his... The second wife we meet in the next season. Right. It's because yeah. it's Natasha. Mm-hmm. And Natasha and Aiden both come in season three. Yes. Yes. So he's been married once before. And he's like, it's gotten me into trouble. And he, he big is mature in terms of a relationship where he's like, I don't want to do the little things anymore. I like, I'm ready. I am a mature man. I am not about these little things. And Carrie's still very much like, I'm going to do these little things. Well, well, she's not mature enough to be in a relationship with Big. Mm-hmm. And Big is also on his own planet. So, like, that's hard. Yeah. But Big's like, it's gotten me in fucking trouble. But you know what? Yes, I do fucking love you. And I was like, fuck, that was raw. That was real. Mm-hmm. That was good of Mr. That's, Big. Yeah, that was a fine fucking acting on, um, Chris, North's on part. Chris North's part. It was it was very well written. Mm-hmm. Darren, I mean, every every dog has his day, I guess. Um, but no, for real, like this was usually the, before they're put down. Ooh, damn. <laughs> um, anyways, but no, it was a really, really well written scene, and I really felt for Big a lot in this moment, where I was like, oh, yes. Like, he's being honest, he's being open about his feelings, and he... I feel and that's hard for him. And that is yeah. very, very hard for him. So that was great, and a great choice for Big. And mm-hmm. Carrie fucks it up by being like, oh, I love you too, hangs up. And then she's like, I never told Big about Jeremiah. Yeah. And I was like, if nothing was wrong, if you feel like you did nothing wrong, if nothing was bad, you have you yourself have tainted it with this by not having that communication especially when you want to fucking talk about everything and big never wants to talk about anything and big went out of his way to be like this is how i am feeling this is what is going on with me and for you to be like okay cool and then you not talk about ah fuck i hate carrie Mm -hmm. (sighs) she's she's not great she's 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 not good she's problematic at best she's awful Mm -hmm. um but yeah so that's that's pretty much the end of the episode so this is a real downer of an episode because I'm very sorry what? I'm like I'm very sorry Yeah, no I mean like it was the downer of the podcast because it was a downer episode of this show because Steve and Miranda broke up and that is a fucking tragedy and I feel like um, even though Big told Carrie that he loved her that her hiding things from him like you said in the end really taints that and it's crappy like you don't feel good about life or love or anything after this because they still don't really answer the question if you can date outside of your your cast you do it but you just don't tell the entire truth or you don't do it 
Yeah. Because Stephen Miranda didn't work out, and then Charlotte and her fucking actor boyfriend don't work out because for whatever oh, reason. Yeah, he's matter. gross. He like, I, yeah, we forgot to wrap that one it up. It doesn't he, like, matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't happen. It doesn't matter, but like he gets gross and she leaves. Like she finally discovered that she had self-esteem or something. It was awful. And then Samantha, the Vietnamese girl or Thai girl, Thai girl. Thai girl because they were talking about Thailand. Yeah. Um, she pretends that Samantha hit her because she's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the guy is like, fuck you, Samantha, get out of my house. Don't ever, how dare you do that? And Samantha's like, I didn't do anything. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, get out. And the tiger girl just looked at her like, oh, bitch. I like, won. yeah. And she probably does that with everybody. Let's be real. Also, like, the fucking waitress, or the, not the waitress, the maid at the old guy's house. She was just, she just knew, though. She was just like, yep, this is happening, this is happening. Can I get a TV show about all those girls, like, the crazy one that's like, no, no one's ever coming into my house and taking the guy that I work for. And the maid's like, listen, people are here constantly in and out. They never stay. I don't give a fuck. I I want their TV show. Isn't that Devious Maids? I don't know. Did they make that TV show? I don't know what that is. No, it was on ABC. It was supposed to be the new Desperate Housewives. I don't know what happened to it, but <sighs> I saw like previews for it and I was like not interested. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, that's, so that's our, the that's episode. Our bummer episode. So sorry about that. Um, but we will return next time with episode eleven evolution. I bet you know one evolves his characters. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely they're not getting they're not evolved. It's not it's not gonna be great. But you know what? In the meantime, um, go ahead and shoot us a bad date story at I couldn't help it podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Swear on Chanel. And I've had people ask me about this. That's a line from the show. That's yeah. why we picked it as our header. Like we didn't we're not assholes. Like yeah. that's it comes up in the show and we it, liked it. Yeah, it was great. Um and can always like us on Facebook and you will probably see fantastic pictures of us looking fantastic from the photo shoot. They better so. be. I fucking put my ass out there. Dude, you looked amazing. Thank you so much. Also, real quick, so for one of the shots, I don't want to ruin it, but I'm gonna. We were playing chicken. And then it was, it was so, so cute. It was so weird. Cause somehow there was this weird loud echo between thighs like me and ian and the girls who were like sitting on our shoulders were like fighting and he created this loud cavern <laughs> to where me and ian were just like are we being loud are we being loud because we were echoing so bad and i was like what we didn't happened? hear it at all from the side of the pool oh see and i talked to jackie who was sitting to the other side she's like i heard every- everything was so loud you guys were shouting oh that's so weird and i was like that's wild. It created this weird thing. I mean, you know, like, what is happening? These are just thighs. How did it create this loud cave system where we can hear our own echo and everything sounds distorted? Because they were gorgeous thighs. Oh, bitch. Oh. Yes. I This girl, this girl at the photo shoot was beautiful. You're going to see her, a lot more of her, and you're going to see a lot more of us two together. Mm-hmm. And something that we will link once it comes out because I don't want to say anything in advance that might ruin something or if it doesn't happen because I do a lot of things I get excited for stuff and I'm like look here's the thing that's happening and it doesn't come to fruition so I don't want to jinx it so you'll catch it or you won't also (laughs) (laughs) or whatever don't forget to rate us on Instagram 
forget to rate us on iTunes also, unless you hate it, and then just, you know, don't. Um, you just go fuck yourself. Yeah, then you can just go. Well, actually, just yourself. like, you know what? Everybody needs a good, like, a good thing to keep them humble. Fair. Tell us personally that you don't like us and what you like, what you don't like about us, and we'll, like, we might step our pussies up. Who knows? I mean, just don't complain about the sound quality, because there's not much we can do about that, because we're poor. Mm. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But Maybe until for just we one do. episode, but like we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, until next time, guys, remember always, always wear, wear a condom. condom. Bye. Bye.